0: But sexual? Euphemism is can be sexual too. I mean Well no euphemism but is, is euphemism like an overarching term that an innuendo would fall under?
1: fall under my innuendo if you know what i mean and <laughs> <Nope>, well <laughs> no one does <laughs> and and welcome to the something random podcast where sometimes we talk about movies sometimes we talk about television sometimes we do mini episodes like today because uh uh we're down uh, down hosts uh, uh i am your your uh, christmas time host charles joseph kelly ring-a-ling-a-ling
0: i am your host Michael C Macbeth. And that's it. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. This yeah. was our mini episode and bye-bye.
1: Yeah. So uh yeah, so um, I I think this we can call this a full-fledged episode. We're going to be kind of doing a a state of the union address <laughs> yes of state of the business address state of the podcast address and just kind of talk to you guys a little bit about kind of what's going on on our end uh let you guys know a little bit of what we can talk about about what's going on on the back end of things because we got a lot of stuff cool stuff that's going on and then uh we get back into like the the, the normal shtick that we do
0: so indeed so michael what what, what 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 what
1: what what have you been
0: watching this week Oh, man, I've been uh, trying to catch up on things because those of you who watch the CW on the app would recognize it as very similar to what Hulu used to be, right? So it's free, but you have to watch a lot of ads, a lot of ads, Mm -hmm. and um, you can only watch six episodes back, right? Mm -hmm. So that means that if you fall too far behind, you miss and have to wait until it is released to netflix at the end of spring unless you pirate it (laughs) yeah good good for good for you pirates out there my my favorite um a friend of mine posted on facebook one time um i'm not gonna pay twenty dollars for that album hashtag national talk like a pirate day (laughs) yep that's good um yeah, so I've been watching the CW superhero stuff as well as Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Um, it's it's weird, and we discussed this already a little bit, but it's weird to be in a place where only a couple of the shows do I really actually care about the story anymore. Right, 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 right. But I still want to. I I, I have this compulsive need to to finish what I've started. Mm-hmm. You know, I did watch Coco. Last week. Okay. Incredible. And? Incredible film.
1: So what I hear is that it takes about 40
0: minutes to actually start watching the film. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So the wonderful thing about Pixar normally is the shorts. The shorts that happen right before the film. Right. That's that's one of the more exciting bits for me. Um Boundin was amazing. Gerald's game. Yeah. So innovative and just fun. And and the idea of short animations, I just I just love it. Yeah, it's it's a great concept,
1: but there's a difference between like a five minute short and a twenty minute Olaf fest that is just like they're they're removing it from from the movies from here on out from in theaters. Thanks I just the read an article Lord. this morning oh about gosh. that because how like you but let's be real here. I I dislike Frozen. I think it's okay. It's not the best, but yeah. like having twenty minutes of Olaf by
0: himself just sounds miserable, right? Well, I mean, it's the same as the Minions movie or any time. I mean, same as if they had instead of Rogue One, if they had made a Jar Jar Binks movie. Um, you know, I mean, like anytime they use comic relief, which Jar Jar Binks, I use that term loosely, but (laughs) anytime they use comic relief as their own movie, that's, that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. It's a mistake. It's just a gimmick for the kids and it doesn't do well. No. Um, so yeah, that, that's what they did with this. Also Frozen, not a Christmas movie. We talked about this with Die Hard and with Rocky for um you know being a thanksgiving movie Mm -hmm. and it's like well you know technically people people like frozen because winter but technically it takes place during the summer and that's why it's so absurd that everything's frozen because it's summer Mm -hmm. yep and so the fact that they're they're utilizing this as a uh, a christmas vehicle is absurd yeah
1: (laughs) yeah no i'm i'm that was like when i heard how bad that that short was and how long it was i it made me really just not want to see coco in theaters i'm i'm still probably going to wait because i've got i'm so far behind on everything else i need to you know focus on that stuff yeah. i mean that's, that's pretty much what i was gonna say for the things that i've been watching i've been watching the back of my eyelids <laughs>
0: which, which, that's a great show yeah. i've heard good things I, I haven't had much time to watch it but
1: the only the only thing that i really watched of importance i actually went to see Thor Ragnarok. Which was great. I need to see that. It was really good. And my normal problems that I have with Marvel movies, I think, were solved with this film. There were actual consequences. Things actually happened. And I think they're
0: sticking with them. And and I guess this isn't a spoiler because they put it in the teaser for Avengers. Mm -hmm. um, Right? So Infinity War, so excited for. Mm -hmm. Um, Crawling with Chris's, by the way. (laughs) Great band name. (laughs) Crawling with Chris's. Uh, But but they showed Thor with an eye patch and uh, I don't know yeah. how he ends up that way yeah. but I am intrigued.
1: Yes, it's it's good. It's it's Thor Ragnarok is a very funny 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 movie but it has so much heart. And I mean, Taika Waititi, everything that he does, I'm, I'm in love with a man. Uh, he, you know, with what we do in the shadows, I wa- I did watch that last night. Uh, it's the same thing, you know, it's, it's really funny, but there's moments where it's like the heartache is there and you can tell that these characters are really going through stuff. And I think that that's a great thing that a director can do in any movie.
0: And I think that, yeah, we've had so many conversations about this and Bo Burnham and, and, um, just this this new concept of challenging the form and yeah. saying, but why why are we still using that formula? Are mm. we sure that that's the best? So I
1: think we need to do a a, a bingo card uh, Avengers bingo card, uh, and I'm calling it now. Calling it. Calling it. Calling it. Tony Stark gonna die. Tony Stark is gonna die by the uh, event uh, by
0: Infinity Wars. It looks that way, and yeah. I mean like they. Just because some of the shots that Just were drag used drag on him, a drag bit on long. him, yeah, in the same way that Leia mm-hmm. in the new Star Wars, Leia, movie. Leia is not gonna die. She's
1: not. I I'm calling it now. Leia is not gonna die. Tony Stark is gonna die.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: It's 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 how they how they portray those two different scenes. Um, one it was like obvious that they were going for the kill for for Leia. I, he's not going to pull the trigger and it's going to be a redemption story for Kylo Ren. That's what the trilogy is going to be about is about these two characters that kind of swap places. And I think, I think, uh, uh Ray is going to go to the dark side and you can tell it kind of in her outfit that she's wearing. Like she started episode seven, right? White clothes, pretty much like she was wearing white. This one, she's wearing gray to dark clothes. They do mm-hmm. the same thing with Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, when, when he was being tempted by the dark side, I think, I think
0: that's the plot. But being tempted versus actually falling into that temptation, that's that's the question, and we don't even know if maybe maybe that is what Luke Skywalker did in these yeah, times. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm probably not going to go see, this is weird. And I'm going to say this now. I'm probably not going to go see Star Wars until a couple of weeks after it's been <gasps> out. So I don't think I don't think <gasps> we we'll, I know, I don't think we'll be able to do
0: uh, a Star Wars episode. Okay, I I was letting too much breath in there,
1: <laughs> but so okay, so to talk about that. Uh, we are going to be doing another special episode, uh, and it's I we can't talk about it just yet because it's not finalized. Like what the the plan is, but it's going to be our first live episode, and I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about this, about how freaking like like scared I am to like do this stupid dick and fart joke podcast
0: in front of people. You know, you act like neither of us have ever performed anything live. That's that's true. <laughs> I know, but it's it's the same thing.
1: I I do theater so so rarely, and I mean like this first one is going to be people that we know and a good amount of people that we know. So I think that's going to help, but it's going to it's going to be freaky for me, dude.
0: That's true. And I will I will go on to say that like us actors are some of the most insecure people you will ever meet mm-hmm. Um because there's this, there's this amazing thing that happens when you're playing a character on stage there, there's this, this protection there. You can be open and vulnerable as the character, but it's a completely different thing. If you are yourself being um, put in front of people and you know, when we had Nick on here and we were talking about comedy um, and how incredibly nerve-wracking that is to be one person yourself, with all these jokes, right? And and that's it. Yeah. You're not a character. You are you are just a comedian, and right. that does sound incredibly scary, right? So um, we we
1: have kind of a date in place, but it may change here uh, due to some behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, but we will let you guys know. I'm hoping to have a final answer for you guys by next Monday, or by well, by the next show, be next Wednesday. So we'll have we'll have a final, final day for what the game plan is for our live show
0: next week. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. So too. keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. So, to,
1: yeah. So, um, I, I do want to just mention really quick we we are going to be doing some some. Uh, um, some switch-ups for hosts, that kind of stuff, uh, just to just to let everybody know that that is coming along. Uh, we're also working on a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that we can't talk about. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, a really, really cool project that Michael and I are kind of spearheading uh, that involves podcasts podcast uh uh, and we can't we can't really talk about it just because it's it's so early on that we just want to make sure that it's it's finalized before we say anything but i think what we can talk about is our game plan to try to have um smaller podcasts on our podcast uh joel and i specifically are working on a uh true crime podcast that we've been doing a lot of research on uh i have a, a podcast that i'm doing with a friend called you haven't seen that uh and uh we've had some other ideas that we're working
0: on so so um question can we call these mini podcasts peas so it's peas in a pod we can call them the peas the peas in the pod yeah, yeah I'd love that actually I like that too that's actually a How really fun. good idea nice little play on words it, you know we uh we title <laughs> we title things um quite randomly yep. So, but that's not that's not super random pun. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, um, but so that's that's going on. There were there was one that we were you and I were talking about doing uh, called Michael and Charles suck at video games. But I don't know if it's a fits very well on an audio format no I think it's, it's got to be, be live video. stream video so i think yeah. that's we're going to hopefully start that soon too because i've got some ideas on how to do that where we uh we throw each other into video games that we both play pretty regularly and put it onto the hardest difficulty that we can play and then force that person to play
0: the really crappy
1: heavy difficulty another games.
0: another thing we can do to start is uh i can i can hold off on playing the darker side of the mm, moon. Yes, Mario. that's going to be our first episode. That could be fun. Yeah. So, uh I I have borrowed Super Mario Odyssey from Charles over here mm-hmm. and I am now down to double digits, meaning 97 moons left to <laughs> collect to get to the like bonus kingdom, uh-huh. the darker side of the moon because I've already been to the dark side of the moon yeah
1: (laughs) yeah no that's that's gonna be our game plan you won't get to start it until until we get a live stream it so that's gonna be your game plan that's totally fine i like it cool um yes so besides from besides from that i think that's kind of the the state of the union for something random as of right now i hope that you guys are having an awesome week
0: uh michael I
1: think you have a six degrees of separation for us, right?
0: I do. Yeah, we'll us see. Us for me. Us, <laughs> the, the royal we here. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this one might be, you know, not as challenging, but since it's just one person and we can't bounce ideas off each other, it seemed fitting. Um, and it also seemed fitting because it started with a Christmas time movie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you to figure out the connection here because... I, I don't want to give too much away. Okay. But what I'd like you to do is connect Brian Doyle Murray. I'll show you a picture. Okay. With Jason Bateman. Brian Doyle Murphy. Murray. Who is uh, Murray. Murray?
1: Yeah, he's he's Bill Murray's brother. Is he? Yeah. Older brother? O- older brother. Because he was born in forty five. Yeah, they're 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 siblings, I think. There, yeah, I think I think that's right. Wikipedia, that shit.
0: I um, okay.
1: So while while you do that, I'll uh, I'll do the uh, um, the rules of six degrees of separation. The rules of six degrees of separation. That's a word. I said degrees. Yep, uh, are as follows. You need to know the name of the actor. You need to know the name of the movie. You need to solve it within six degrees. And you can use TV, but you cannot use big television shows with big casts like SNL or Thirty Rock. All right, so is he,
0: so is he, are they related? I think he's just like an old, older,
1: older it brother. It says,
0: yeah, it says older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they do look very similar. All
1: right, and we are back. So, God, what's his name again? Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> I am. Brian Doyle Murray. Was in Groundhog Day with his brother Bill Murray. Right, Bill Murray was in Vi- the TV show Vice Principals with Denny McBride. Denny B- McBride was in Tropic Thunder with Ben Stiller, who is on an episode of Arrested Development as the
0: magician. Yep, nicely done. Thanks, dude. Uh, that's that's actually more steps than I had. Um, and if, in case you were wondering, right. the connection that I was drawing there is because brian doyle murray was also the boss in christmas vacation yeah so here's here's my movie and here's what's going to happen
1: is you're going to watch this movie with me okay sometime this week okay because i have multiple people that need to watch this and it's going to happen it's the movie the room right the the worst movie of all time because the movie the disaster artist comes out like next week
0: so sorry is the room a scary movie
1: no okay no it's not a scary movie it's it's uh it's a drama okay about um okay so because it
0: sounded it sounded like a horror flick when when you first mentioned it and i haven't i don't know anything about the room so
1: the best way that i've heard this movie be like explained to people it's like if an alien right came down to earth had never seen a movie before right but was told how to like what movies are the alien writes a romantic like drama about a, a love story and then hires a vampire to play the lead it's crazy Interesting. all the dialogue is just inhuman like like it doesn't make sense on what they're saying so all it's, the time. it's like a non-comedic version of home yeah it's like 90% of what uh, Mark Zuckerberg actually says in real life, he's like the Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, me as Mark Zuckerberg, the human Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Are you sure you're a human, there, buddy? Yeah.
0: Um, but have you have you seen Home the DreamWorks? Yeah, yeah. And that that kind of language mm-hmm. shifting. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 terrible, but it's so
1: bad it's good. Hmm. Uh, and they're they're making a movie starring uh, James and Dave Franco where they play like the, the actors who are in the movie making the movie. Ooh. So
0: it's all about the making of the movie. That is fun. Uh, no, I, I, I'm very excited about The Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. I I love that concept. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, though, I'm very glad that The Room is not a horror film because I would definitely need you to hold my hand, Daddy. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> so I do have to explain something.
1: Uh, this weekend michael and i worked on a big uh, project through the business
0: and uh, somehow i can i can have one example i don't know if this is how it started but this is my best memory of it i was i was holding the the boom pole and uh, cj was charles sorry was acting um director of photography and so he was he was running around just trying to make sure everything ran smoothly and i was St- stuck in one place holding a, a boom pole but the the xlr cord was dangling and so i asked one of our assistants um if she could um wrap the xlr around my neck uh, <laughs> I, didn't, yep. I didn't realize uh, how that sounded what i what i should have said was drape this over my shoulders yeah not, but, wrap, this not <laughs> wrap this around my and neck wrap this around my neck and then she immediately
1: goes because she's she's hilarious she goes yes daddy And it started there, and I'm like, you guys aren't allowed to ever call me daddy, because that makes me feel grody. And And then for the rest of the
0: weekend, they called me daddy. And and on Facebook, she said, you can't tell me what to do, daddy. And I said, you can tell me what to do, daddy. So
1: this is what I have to deal with in real life. So, uh... Uh yeah, so Michael's calling me daddy now, so that's a thing, and it's... I expect
0: my royalty check for this. Okay,
1: yep. <laughs> so Michael, let's 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 hash something out. I think right. I think it's time that we uh, break this down. It's time. It's time. So, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Michael and I have been playing with this idea uh, in our brains for years
0: since high school. Since so high school, eleven yep. years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's been over a decade that we've had this idea in our brains, and we're going to finally sit down and
0: and get the plot details. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the idea, and especially, we to, we especially because the, Joel actually, you know, could help us. Yeah. With the productions. So here's here's the idea:
1: the Muppets do Les Miserables.
0: It's it's a pretty common practice, and someone someone did this on Broadway world um, where they did a Sweeney Todd uh, with. With certain Muppet stars, mm-hmm. um, and and mostly just to do a few jokes, which they're awesome, you know. It's like at Blast, my arm is complete again, yay! Yeah, yeah, you know. And um, so, so the concept is is similar to you know the Wizard of Oz, which they did, yeah. And and like
1: all their the like Muppets Christmas Carol, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but using the the classic movie music from Le Mise, like actual music and not make their own, correct? Right. So. Um, my biggest worry with this is um, that the the material isn't meant for children. So, like, looking at watching Les Mis and is not a very childish show. So, the
0: adult content does need to be kind of removed or made silly, right? To th- so so lovely ladies and Master of the House will have to be cut down somehow or, altered yes so so with that also um
1: but if it's toned down too much and we lose that like actual like the drama, honesty of the the, the story yeah, yeah i think that that is a is a bad direction to go as well it can't be all comedy all the time um so obviously uh kermit the frog is uh valjean yeah we'll get the easy ones out of the way so i think
0: first off jean valfrog yes yeah obviously yes. Yeah, yeah, Jean Valfrog is better than Frog Valjean. Frog yeah, yeah. Jean yeah. Valfrog. Jean Valfrog. And then Javert, played by Sam the Eagle. So, okay. Yes,
1: but here's we're gonna get back to this. Okay. Yes, but I have an idea there. Okay. That okay. Just came in my brain. So you've got uh
0: Miss Piggy as Fontaine. Yes. And so what we came up with at one point was... 'cause cause Miss Piggy is the diva of of every Muppet story, right? And and Fontaine is is a pretty diva role i mean she gets one solo right and then she dies and then she comes back like at the very very end now i don't think that miss piggy would accept that well she would she would accept it at first being like oh my gosh this is like the the
1: song that that everybody sings that everybody loves wait i'm not in the rest of the show yeah
0: what? exactly <laughs> And then, and yeah. so we would have a we would have a quick backstage shot where she's talking to Scooter, the stage manager, and oh yeah, and trying to get herself inserted into more things. And so we want to have Miss Piggy sneaking herself into other scenes, right? Um, throughout,
1: yeah. So she'll be like wearing wigs and like mustaches and stuff like that, and you don't notice that it's Miss Piggy until she like turns around and looks directly into the
0: camera, and it's like, yep, that's <laughs> that's Miss Piggy. It's good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's. Um, Uh, the solution that we have so far um Mm -hmm. and you know tell me if this is off base now right but uh for the master of the house section yeah mostly it's the fact that there's a lot of swearing Mm -hmm. um that is the problem with that for a kids movie right because having having a silly couple who just steals from all their customers isn't not like child against, friendly. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, and they've done that, they've done that in the past too with Muppets movies too, exactly. where they've had like not the best characters. Right. Yeah. And so you can you can play that off as goofy. But the language is what you can't play off. Unfortunately, it's so integral to the song. What we came up with is to have the Swedish chef play monsieur tenardier um because you can't understand him ever so you know it's and then for Miss Thenardier, we could have a chicken a chicken <laughs> yes so then you
1: that's that right there solves the issue of like um i mean like you couldn't i don't think you could do the full song i think like right, you right. couldn't listen to like like Five minutes of them going
0: because
1: that would get obnoxious right very it would quick. be
0: it would be very abbreviated mm-hmm. for the sake of that and i think production.
1: i think i'm um, talking about lovely ladies i think that number can get cut i think
0: i think so and I we think can the con-
1: like like the content can kind of still stay there where we're talking not necessarily like hey miss piggy you're a prostitute now
0: what well um, we can we can show the transitions because you know the lovely ladies song has a bunch of kind of cutaways right of of Fontaine falling lower and lower right. down Right, and the... I mean,
1: like, that's that's the thing. You can start from her losing her job. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you lose your job, and you go... She, you can lose your job and immediately be on the streets,
0: and that's where we can kind of, like, cut all that other stuff off. And then she's... And I say, why can't we change that? The Les Mis movie mm-hmm. with, uh, with Anne Hathaway as Fontaine, they switched the order around. Mm-hmm. And she didn't sing I Dreamed a Dream until after she became a prostitute, mm-hmm. which... I thought was a was a much clearer choice. Yeah,
1: I thought that that was really really nice for the for the movie. I mean, the movie kind of blew all the other chunks, but
0: yeah, it was it was brave, it was bold, it uh, it was new, it was new. Um, <laughs> there were some gimmicks involved, yeah. and we've talked about that before, but it it just didn't functionally. Yeah, like work.
1: thinking that you're going to be doing eighteen to twenty takes on set for a day and like do the music live is a terrible terrible choice. Like thinking about like how the voice works. Like you can't sing for 10 12 hours at a time and especially with people who aren't like trained vocalists to sing all day every day. Even I- you can even hear Hugh Jackman like his he voice swapped was the his worst way through yeah. bring him home. Yeah. Yeah, it was
0: Yeah, which you know sounds a little more like Kermit. So you do like (laughs) God
1: on high, hear my prayer, and that's all we can do for (laughs) copyright.
0: blah blah, 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 frog. There we go. that's now that's now, now it's a there you go. and and our favorite part about having Kermit as Valjean is the the scene where he lifts the cart off of somebody right who's being crushed and and you just you can just picture that Kermit face where his arms are stretching out a little bit, you know, like in Muppet Treasure island and and he's making this like contorted face yeah. Yeah, so I mean like that's that's the
1: fun ones. And I mean you've got like the two four six and one and he's like two four six oh and then you've got stuff like that, which would be super fun. But so we we've been talking and we've been I think I think the biggest one that we're kind of not sure about Marius. Marius. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like Gonzo's a great choice, but that's what we've been like saying is like our thought, but it's not it's not there. I think No. I think honestly having Having um,
0: two human characters there would yeah. be fine to have a like a human love story. Well, so would that mean that it was three humans? So that's that's the other thing because we originally we had Cosette as um, mm-hmm. as a human as well as Eponine, right? And so if we added Marius as a human, that would be three humans. Three humans, which you know. I they've think done, they've done more than that. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that gosh. that would be fine.
1: I'm just, I, I just don't think Gonzo fits that role. No, I agree. I,
0: I can't. It's not there. I can, I can picture it vocally. Mm-hmm. And, and I can picture the awkwardness having played Marius in high school. I can, I can see the, the awkward love story of Gonzo with any human woman. You know, right? Being. Kind of funny, but that's the question. Do you want it to be funny or do you want it to be touching? Right. So here's... Okay. So now that we're going on to like human roles,
1: I was talking to you about Javert, right? And about my cool, interesting idea. Yes. Here's my idea. And tell me that it's terrible. It's, oh, I will. It's, it came to me in this last week. Why not have two people trying to play Javert in the same movie? You've got a human actor and Sam the Eagle trying to one-up each other. In every single one of their scenes, trying to be like, "Oh, but I'm Javert, but I'm Javert," and they're like trying to like run in the door together to try to like solve this crime because they both got cast as the same role.
0: Do you think that that's too much conflict on top of the conflict inherent in the story? That's
1: that's the one that's the one issue that I'm kind of running into. I think it would be a good bit, maybe
0: because the, the diva bit of Miss Piggy, I feel like fits mm-hmm. and would lighten the mood, especially in the darker.
1: Right, but Parts, I think but I, this one. my my biggest worry is like, um, um, you know, stars. Right, is just having Sand the Eagle for three minutes is boring, boring. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure
0: out like, what if in that scene specifically? And I mean, it could be like, we the, could we could do something else. I mean, we mm-hmm. could do something like uh, you know, fly of the Concord's seagull mm-hmm. bit where someone's doing a commentary and they're like, is is he still? doing a metaphor for stars or or that would be good i like that more yeah yeah i
1: like that one more so and then the other one somebody brought it up and i'm gonna i'm gonna fight this until the day i die pepe the prawn has to be Gavrash. so because okay. okay i want i know you want little kermit whatever his yeah, name is
0: uh what's his name uh nephew something okay ah uh. so th- th- here's here's why
1: i'm going to fight this until the end of time do you want a cute little frog playing that character or do you want Pepe the Prawn to ham his death scene up like
0: nobody's business? Well, damn it. You've got me there. Yeah. Um, no. I, I mean, and Pepe is such a strong character that aside from putting him in as one of the students, because I could also picture him as. Um, oh, you'll have to forgive me. I forget his name. Your character? But the drunk. No, yeah, no. the the drunk one. Right. I am a guy in the gas. Is Marius in love at last? <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that could be fun.
1: That could be fun. But I'm, I'm gonna fight it until the end of time. That's yeah. the one. I will let you like re- ch- change
0: anything. But I'm let's, gonna. Let's come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, besides what other have... main characters, um, so, so we've we've established pretty clearly that we want humans as Marius, Cosette, and Eponine. I think, I think so. I do like, I do like
1: having a Muppet in that in that love triangle, but. I think having
0: Marius and Cosette being... Well, I mean, that that could be the reason that Eponine is overlooked is because she's so short because she's a Muppet. That is good. <laughs> um, but who? Who do we have? I mean, that might be an opportunity like the Jason Siegel, um to bring in movie, a movie, to bring in a new character, I think be, we could be introduce because there are so few female Muppets, right? And we need more representation, right? Yeah, I know
1: exactly. And I mean, like, even there's so few like female
0: Muppeteers. I mean, it's all just like Frank Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that could be an interesting opportunity to to do something feminist and yeah. to say like, no, we need some more female representation in this. Muppet world Mm -hmm. so let's create something something with a little more depth and um, a strong lead who's not a diva pig you know right yeah and I think yeah I think having
1: having a foil to I think because you've got I I love Gonzo and a chicken you know that's always like the perfect love story is Gonzo and his chicken girlfriend Camilla Camilla yeah but I wanna I want like a foil to Gonzo. I want a female foil to Gonzo. Not necessarily like a romantic one, but somebody that kinda of like matches kind of like how Kermit and Piggy match very well.
0: Yeah. Okay, I see. So something something complimentary but not mm-hmm. the same.
1: Yeah. So he's very he's very um, you know, outgoing and He's the Daredevil. Yeah, he's the Daredevil. He's the one who gets I'm, shot out of but a the camera. Like I was thinking maybe somebody a little bit more analytical,
0: and that's just Scooter. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe a some- female version of of a Scooter type character, like a, a nerdy, analytical type, could be. Fun. Yeah, but
1: I don't want it like to be just like Scooter. I think that you really have to separate that because I don't want female Scoot. I don't want Scooter in a wig, you know. Yeah. So, um, but that's 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 a, that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: so that's. Is there anything else that uh, main characters? Um- Okay. Oh, oh, are, Andra Ross. Anja Ross, Yes. Is played, of course, by Animal, because you know, just picturing him going,
1: "Red, ah! red,
0: black." Yep. So the students would mostly be Electric Mayhem. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the perfect. The, A- the, the perfect ABC choice. Cafe is actually their band name. Yeah, that would be
1: great. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much that's pretty much all the the main characters. I think.
0: Um. I don't. I I have no idea who had I'd cast as the human, the humans in this. No, and that and that's that's just going to be a matter of you know, um, if we were to make a sampling of this project and someone were to pick it up, it would be a question for the the timing and right. who's who's, who's hot right now. Right. Who would you Who would you want to see right now? Like who 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 right now? Yeah, as Marius, um, what's his name? Who has been playing Spider Man? I would love. Tom Holland or Tom, Tom.
1: Holland? Holland? I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: we'll look it up. But yes, Tom, I I could see that, and he's uh, he's just about the right age, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if he can sing or not. Uh, he's we'll going to be playing.
1: Out. He's going to be playing Nathan Drake in the new uh, Uncharted movie. Ooh, yeah! So that's actually super super exciting, and it's going to show him like like. As a series, him getting older and older and fitting into, like, the actual Nathan Drake Uncharted role. Nice. Which is going to be really, really cool. So Very I'm nice. kind of excited for that because that fills my Indiana Jones needs.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I, any musical ever, I want Kristen Bell in. But, you know, that's... Oh, my that's gosh. That's a question.
1: We just we just watched Reaver Madness the other night, too. And, like, just seeing her, like... That was 11 years ago when that, that movie oh came gosh.
0: out. And she, like watching the good place you can barely even
1: tell a difference yeah it's this yeah she's the same person she's she's immortal she is just like Nicolas cage Kristen bell calling it right now vampire
0: (laughs) you know have you ever seen her in the sunlight
1: yeah i mean yes
0: no but maybe 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 our understanding of vampires is is maybe just maybe just like a lot more to it yeah so I think that's, that's, we made a movie, dude. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the details will fill in. Yeah. We made um, a movie 11 years ago when we first came up with this idea. <laughs> oh man. I just, I just hope that Disney were to pick it up. You know, then we, then we'd be,
1: I am so mad. I, and we've talked about this like consistently about how they went from like a perfect Muppet movie with, um, with the first one. Oh, my gosh. And then went to Most Wanted and was, just, like, screwed the fucking I pooch. I was
0: heartbroken. And, I mean, like, they they had all the right people. They yeah. cast Ricky Gervais and Tina Fey. The, their problem was they didn't have Tina Fey do any of the writing, yeah. clearly. <laughs> yeah, and I think I uh, I
1: really want to know what happened to make, like, to go from, hey, what were the good things that worked for this film? Like, having, like good comedians write a very honest and loving and touching story that they cared about to move on to having maybe like, like five marketers write a terrible script. Like I don't, I don't understand how Disney went to that because that didn't, that didn't make sense to me.
0: No, me neither. Yeah. It was, it was confusing. I wonder, I wonder
1: if they didn't expect the first movie to do as well as it did and they needed to push out a sequel pretty much immediately And because they didn't have a script written or somebody in mind, they kind of did like whatever the fuck they did.
0: Sort of sort of the Nacho Libre route. Right. Right. Because you've got you've got the director of Napoleon Dynamite, who essentially made an extended version of his um, film school final project into a feature length film for twenty two thousand dollars the entire film cost $22,000 and who knows how much that grossed. I mean, I, I looked it up at one point, but it, it was a lot. Uh-huh. And, um, and, uh, my, my boss in, in, love One when I was interning, uh, said, he's like, this is, this is what's going to happen. Um, producers are going to say, Hey, that's really cool that you did that. Here's $3 million. Now do it again mm-hmm. in much less time. Right. And uh, and that's what Nacho Libre was.
1: That's also kind of why I'm worried about Deadpool two. But so far, everything looks like it's good. Is because they had no budget for that film. That was like very very low budget. And then when it became like the one of the biggest grossing rated R films of all time, now beaten by it. So that's it is now number one. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm worried that they didn't have enough time to make the sequel. But yeah. Ryan
0: Reynolds knows what he's doing. Everything and, and he he won't sign off on anything that mm-hmm. like he he would he would walk if it were not up to snuff. I feel like
1: yeah, especially since like from the beginning, like this was his baby. Like he wanted to do this movie and do it right. After uh, the movie that we shot, after movie they that we showed his talk- fucking mouth shut
0: the first time. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was in the uh, Comic Con teaser. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from the um oh what was it from from the actor who did something in the studio that so his fucking mouth shut the first time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I hope it's good. And Me too.
1: it's just movies that have like bigger and bigger budgets. It just, I think money doesn't allow for a lot more creative decisions because when you have more money, you have more people saying, Hey, we need to make that money back. So we need to make these decisions a little bit more broad. Yeah. And I think that's problematic. Uh, but I mean it's also it's it's kinda like one of those those weights, right? You know, like a, it's a balancing act, you know. I mean, yes, more money will help you create the vision that you're wanting to, but on the other hand, you know,
0: when you have more money, you have more people needing you to make that money back. And and there's something to be said for novelty. I mean, um you did you see Wish I Was Here? The yeah. Zach Braff film? Yeah. You know It was not It good. wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it was not Garden State because no. Garden State was so fresh, so new, so out there right. that everyone was just. It, it had this cult following. I think. I think we talked about a little bit about the the
1: problems between uh, Wish I Was Here and Garden State at one point. I feel like it's an issue of you know Garden State got his name on the board. You know he did Scrubs after
0: that. What uh, it was? It was the other way around. Um, scrubs, because then- the the benefactor for Garden State was. Um, a wealthy person who was a fan of Scrubs.
1: Oh, that's cool. So, so the other way around, right? But he got he got all this this fame and stuff like that. Now that he has all this money and has a good life, I think the problems that happened in the film were not problems that he himself was experiencing. Yeah. So he couldn't speak from his own
0: experience, and I think that's where the film kind of fell apart because it just felt fake and It was just yeah, hard and gimmicky. I mean, all mm. that weird spaceman crap. I, I was like, what? I think what that that is that happening? Been, what's the what's the artistic? Right direction th- for this. I think that that would have been a good,
1: like. It was close. I think it was a close film. It just, it just didn't work. Dude, thank you so much for hanging out with me this afternoon. Oh my gosh, thank you
0: so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, dude, thanks for mm-hmm. hanging out. As always, guys. My name is Charles Joseph Kelly. His name is always Charles Joseph Kelly, and mine is always Michael C. Macbeth. His name is always Michael C. Macbeth, and uh, have yourselves a wonderful week.
1: Bye bye, dude. This is fun.